Well, welcome to the Black Madonna Speaks with me, your host, Stephanie Georgiev. I'm so pleased you've decided to spend some of your valuable time with me, and I want to give a special shout out to all my Patreon supporters for your multi-leveled support, and my longtime supporters as well. Thank you so much. Now, before we get started, I want to remind everyone that we still have space available for the In Search of Sacred Origins in Africa tour. Now, this once-in-a-lifetime event, we have a few spaces left and would love for anyone listening to this to join us. My Patreon supporters will who cannot attend will be receiving texts of all of the talks that I will be giving, as well as copies of the PowerPoint presentations and recordings of the talks. Unfortunately, we cannot reproduce the safari aspect of the tour. So if you would like to participate in this, I have a link in the program notes for a detailed itinerary and a booking form. I also have a link in the program notes for a wonderful video that I did with tour leader Sarnia Guitton. And this is available on YouTube. So just click on that. And if you're interested, you'll get a very, very comprehensive description uh, with wonderful pictures and you can learn more that way. Now, Sarnia also can answer your questions directly, so I have a link to her as well. Now, today's interview was a wonderful surprise and something that some of my fellow podcasters also have been exploring is finding the listeners who are very, very interested in the subject and then interviewing them on their experience with the subject. So obviously, on the Black Madonna Speaks, uh, we cover mainly Black Madonnas. I do have some authors and creators and poets and musicians and artists, but mostly it's about the Black Madonna and this lovely woman that we're going to talk to during this episode uh, reached out to me and said, you know, I have some amazing experiences that I would love to share with you and our listeners. And so I thought, what a fabulous concept, because I know that I go into through these wonderful stories of Black Madonnas, which I enjoy thoroughly. But it's also a very, very personal experience for many people. So this guest, and her name is Dr. Halina Krupa. She is Polish. She's Polish and has marvelous experiences that she's going to share with us today. So before we get started, uh, Dr. Krupa is a chiropractor and a certified bionutritional care provider and she is a self-described part granola, part geek, and very much into healthy nutrition. She also provides gentle chiropractic care, and she, her intention is always to stimulate the body's innate ability to heal itself. Now, she's been in practice for over 15 years with 
a deep attention to inspiring her patients for self-care and she's been inspired herself by traditional medicines such as Ayurveda, traditional Chinese medicine, chiropractic and the midwifery model. Uh, specifically, obviously, midwifery uh, care for women because these, all of these approaches, when they align with the philosophy that gives the body what it needs, it will heal. Now, Dr. Krupa grew up on a farm in Poland and had the deepest influence on her non-therapeutic inside-out approach by this experience. She has two daughters, Kaya and Sage, and in her spare time, she loves to enjoy the outdoors. She is a uh, brewer of kombucha, and she also deals in custom herbal formulas, and also loves to design and execute excellent, healthy, delicious meals for her family and friends. And again, she, because of her background growing up in Poland, she has a firsthand experience of the Black Madonna in Poland. So that's what we're going to focus on. And for those of you who are interested not only in her experience with the Black Madonna, but you might want to contact her for your health care, I do have some contact information for her in the program notes. So welcome, Dr. Helena Krupa. Well, welcome, Helena. I'm so pleased to, to finally connect. This is wonderful. Thank you, Stephanie, for having me on. So I'm really curious, um, how did you learn about the podcast? So in my search for everything Black Madonna, I came across your podcast, you know, somewhere in cyberspace. Right. They showed up. (laughs) (laughs) It's interesting. I was um, updating the the stuff that I put out on social media and program notes, and I I saw the podcast was on like 17 different platforms that I'd never heard of. I'm like, wow. had no idea. Well, I'm glad. And so why, why are you searching for Black Madonna? What do you, why do you need more information on that? Well, I grew up in Eastern Europe. I grew up in Poland up mm. until I was 12. Oh. So the Black Madonna is very much part of my uh, spiritual heritage mm-hmm. and uh, where I came from. Mm-hmm. So I have this interesting childlike relationship with the black madonna just because of course the the time of my life that i was exposed to so intimately to this archetype Mm -hmm. uh and this spiritual force as i call it Mm -hmm. you know were my formative years and uh then you know i i grew up in a catholic environment Mm -hmm. you know i grew up catholic Mm -hmm. But I didn't, I had selective hearing Uh, in Catholic (laughs) school and in church because I didn't always like what they were saying. So I did miss a little bit of uh, history, for instance, Mm -hmm. or some of the more um, technical things about Mm -hmm. the Madonna. And I had Mm -hmm. to, 
you know, educate myself as an okay. adult, Good. because of course, spiritually, I'm always devoted to the Black Madonna. Mm -hmm. And uh, I realized like, yeah, but you know, when, when was the church built there, yeah. you know, and what is the history? And where does this come from? You know, why does she have the three slashes on right. her face, right. or two slashes on her face, right. and, um, all things like that. So then the, the irony of it is that I learned um, a lot about those aspects of the Black Madonna mm -hmm. from other people, uh, from people from, you know, people from other cultures. Mm -hmm. And um, as I was having some experiences, you know, she definitely showed up mm -hmm. through books, through mm -hmm. um, just other people. And again, you know, it's, it's a childlike relationship mm -hmm. that I have with the Black Madonna, but I'm like, oh, other people love the Black Madonna too, yeah. <laughs> you know? And, and I was like, oh, other people relate to the Black Madonna. Mm -hmm. And Polish people, you know, we, we selfishly believe because, uh, you know, she is the queen of Poland, right? Yes, of so course. we selfishly believe that she just belongs to us. You know, she's just our mother, nobody else's. <laughs> <laughs> so it was so entertaining to, to read, you know, yeah. other people having um, experience with that particular mm -hmm. um, archetype mm -hmm. also of the, uh, you know, um, Częstochowa, mm -hmm. a Madonna of Częstochowa, but uh, just other Black Madonnas as well. Mm -hmm. And the Black Madonna has showed up for me mm -hmm. spiritually through other cultures. Like mm -hmm. um, when I first came to the U.S., you know, I, I feel like I was adopted right. by, uh, <coughs> by my Indian, you know, um, right. Indian heritage. Uh -huh. So I had two best girlfriends that were from India mm -hmm. and they adopted me and mm -hmm. showed me so many of their beautiful, you know, rituals mm -hmm. and, and temples. And mm -hmm. they used to dress me up and feed me spicy food. Oh, and wow. I met, you know, I met Kali. Mm -hmm. And so all those wonderful experiences, she showed up anyway, you know, oh, wonderful in different forms. I, I uh, had the delightful experience of going to Poland once. I would like to go again, um, especially now I'm a little closer. And I went to Czestochowa and I said, I've never felt such a Catholic area ever, even even the Vatican. <laughs> I was like, the yes. Vatican has nothing on Chestahova, not uh, one thing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, and I was true. so impressed with how, how the Polish people are so good at kneeling. I mean, their thighs are just really amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like stumbling to stand up and kneel and this and that. And these guys are bing, 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 bing. It was amazing. It was yep, amazing. yep, yep. Stand, kneel, stand, kneel, stand. <laughs> really good. Well, funny story, uh, not not so funny, but, you know, interesting mm -hmm. is um, as part of that first communion experience mm -hmm. when we were kids, mm -hmm. uh, I think the year after your first communion or, mm -hmm. or sometime after, uh, it was a, almost like a mandatory pilgrimage oh, to yes. the church yes. of Częstochowa. Mm -hmm. So you got to wear your dress, communion dress, mm -hmm. one more time, mm -hmm. and then you went, and, you know, it was part of that, that whole initiation, wow. you know. And so I remember the church itself um, and just how beautiful mm -hmm. it was. Yes. And But I do remember going up some kind of stairs mm -hmm. that you had to all the stairs right, on your knees right and i kept tripping on my communion dress oh no i didn't really want to do it and this lady i remember this lady scolding me like, get on your knees child like do it you're in chestahova what is wrong with you and i was like okay so 
nobody yeah. prepared you for that, huh? That's no, crazy. nobody prepares you for, for that. But um, Now, did yeah. you go on a specific feast day? Did you, because I know um, on August 15th is the big pilgrimage to Chestahova. Did you do that on the 15th of August or was this an anniversary of your first communion? When did you go? I think it was the anniversary of the of the first communion uh, or something around it, yeah. but it's been, you know, it's been so long ago. I don't yeah. really remember yeah. uh, that part, but it was probably definitely, you know, spring, summer, yeah. just because, yeah, the weather conditions there right. in that part of Poland are, you know, in the wintertime, yeah, it wouldn't be conducive to, to a mm. pilgrimage. But what's interesting, Stephanie, that I found, and mm. I want to do this <clears throat> here in the States, mm. is that there is a sister church mm -hmm. in uh, Pennsylvania, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes. in Doyleson, I think, Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. And there's a mini pilgrimage from New Jersey oh that the Polish gosh. community organizes uh -huh. and does this pilgrimage to the church in Częstochowa. So it's, um, you know, I, I want to I do it. You I'm should. gearing you myself should. up to doing it. This summer would be ambitious, but definitely, definitely uh, you know, maybe next year I want to do it. So... You went to Chestahova for your after your first communion. Was there images of the Black Madonna of Chestahova like in your home or at your church, your parish church where you grew up? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Um, I have my little Black Madonna, you know, my Black Madonna little pictures always yeah. in all of my homes and wow. apartments, oh. you know, as a guardian. And um <laughs> My mom was very devoted mm -hmm, also mm -hmm. to the Black Madonna. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, there, there's always a Black Madonna in a right. Polish household somewhere, yes. you know. Um, it's very much part of our iconography and, yeah. you know, in our experience. But what's interesting is, like, I'm thinking of a friend of mine, um, Viola. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Viola. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she is... Uh, we are like the opposites, you oh, know, she definitely wow. did not have a religious upbringing because uh -huh. there is that part of that culture as right, well of, right. you know, very, uh, very intellectual and very just, you know, religion and spirituality is for those fanatic emotional people mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. myself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, uh, but we're you know, so happy. So, That's what we are. We're very happy. <laughs> yeah, we're very happy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> she i love seeing her you know yeah. uh because she'll be like oh what's this picture you know what's this mean is this mm -hmm. teacup from like the grandmother like mm -hmm. am i gonna break it when i drink coffee <laughs> I mean, this, like... <laughs> so she's very much a modern girl uh -huh. and, and you know those things are fascinating mm -hmm. but <clears throat> you know she's had traumatic i think experiences oh. in, in the catholic church yeah. too so she's like yeah no no that's not for me but um yeah so you're you it's really interesting that you have this very profound polish and catholic experience up to age 12 and then you move to the united states what is your you know you say the polish people are very devoted why do you think that is why do you think there's such a devotion to the black madonna of Czestochowa? culturally mm -hmm. You know, th there's a lot of uh, hmm, soul growth, soul. I call it, okay. soul growth. Uh -huh. So there's always a conflict. You know, right. Poland politically was always in between the East and the West right. and, and partitioned and wars right. and things. 
And I believe that the Black Madonna as a spiritual archetype, you know, uh, definitely people who experience strife Mm -hmm. and experience hardship Mm -hmm. and ultimately people who have depth, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. as a result, Mm -hmm. if they, if they want to, Mm -hmm. um, they're attracted to that archetype Mm -hmm. because it's a certain, uh, experience, you know, Mm -hmm. the black Madonna, um, is the mother, you know, Mm -hmm. is the, the dark mother. Mm -hmm. And that's universal to different cultures, you know, not just, um, in Europe, but right, I mean, right. we have uh, Guadalupe mm-hmm. in the Americas, mm-hmm. and it's um, it is about deep, deep soul growth. Mm-hmm. So there's conflict mm-hmm. spiritually that mm-hmm. we experience. Like for me, for instance, it was immigration. You know, yeah. losing, losing, being a refugee mm-hmm. um, in the early '90s. Yeah. You know, uh, being separated from family. Mm-hmm. You know, being uh, uprooted. Mm-hmm. You know that that's the that's the conflict. That's a spiritual crisis. Mm-hmm. And then from there, you know, she holds this space, mm-hmm. this maternal, beautiful, mm-hmm. black, all absorbing, mm-hmm. um, you know, womb mm-hmm. in a way. Mm-hmm. It gives mm-hmm. you that space to just be mm-hmm. in a safe place mm-hmm. in the safe place to experience these things in life mm-hmm. that happen mm-hmm. these events that happen mm-hmm. and in your own time mm-hmm. grow mm-hmm. and draw your conclusions mm-hmm. you know it's it's, it's spiritual growth mm-hmm. when we go through these difficult situations mm-hmm. like for instance i was thinking about that and today i was like okay well what does that afford us right. when 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 that happens mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe yes why are we so devoted to mm-hmm. to this mm-hmm. um like madonna mm-hmm. is because we're learning uh powerful lessons mm-hmm. we're learning really powerful lessons mm-hmm. those lessons cost you in terms of um spiritual currency right. and, and grace right. and faith you right. know and we got to learn them. They're not so pleasant sometimes mm-hmm. and they're mm-hmm. hard. And so she protects, you know, the mm-hmm. Black Madonna, I feel like, is um, also protection mm-hmm. from um, outside influence, mm-hmm. from too much stimulus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I love her for the nervous system. You know, when I'm yeah. overwhelmed, I call on her and say, yeah. okay, my neurons and my brain just need to feel nothing right now, right. you know? Because I feel assaulted by by whatever is going on. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be subtle things. It could be someone's energy in line at the right, supermarket. Right. You know, it could be the latest political candidate. I don't know. <laughs> whatever you, you know. We've got a lot to choose from these days. <laughs> yes, we have a lot to choose from these days. So just in my personal um, experience, mm-hmm. which is super emotional, it's mm-hmm. super um uh, it's deep, you know, mm. it has to do with families being mm. separated, especially yeah. mothers and children right. being separated. Mm-hmm. And my mom, you know, when she was here, because she came here first and then we followed, she was here uh, by herself for oh, wow. five years, wow. working and waiting for, you know, things to settle down. Mm-hmm. She said, you know, she had nightmares. She was traumatized by leaving her family behind. And she left a nine-month-old baby, oh. my brother, yeah. you know, to for the proverbial better life. Right. You know? right. So she says, I pray to the Black Madonna to keep oh. my children safe oh. while I was away. Wow. You know? Yeah. 
all the time uh-huh. because I had no other power except this spiritual power wow. of prayer and faith. Wow. And that's what, you know, got me through. Mm-hmm. So um, my lesson in this too was that you are truly never separated mm-hmm. physically. Right. But spiritually, we are always connected. Right. And I feel like, you know, as we were learning this lesson through Mm -hmm. this experience in Mm -hmm. our family and our culture, Mm -hmm. this grace, Mm -hmm. right? This Mm -hmm. this superpower that now we know and Mm -hmm. now we've developed Mm -hmm. as a result. um, Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's the Black Madonna. It's that it's that protection. It's that. A safe place to to learn it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um she, you know she afforded us that archetype affords you that's like cushion that mm-hmm. that's something that helps you feel the edge off mm-hmm. almost of this mm-hmm. spiritual temperance yeah. of i'm separated from my family i'm separated from my children yeah. i don't know if my children are safe i don't know right. you know if, if i'm going to see them again you know yeah, because I mean? those were in the days before FaceTime and all that other stuff. You had to, you kept, phone calls yeah. were ridiculously expensive. So yeah, and not everyone had a phone. I remember right. we had to go to the neighbor's home, yeah. you know, to talk for five ten minutes. Aww. So physically, we're separated. Spiritually, never. We are never separated. Right. Right. Wow. So, when did she come to the United States? When do you know what year that was? I think she came in 84 Okay. and we joined her in 89. Um, yeah. And I, you know, I imagine, I know my mom is kind of quiet about spiritual things. Mm -hmm. It's just, uh, she was very practical, Mm -hmm. uh, busy woman. Mm -hmm. She's like, yes, I, I, I love my, you know, black Madonna. I love my Mm -hmm. church and Mm -hmm. stuff, but you know, today I'm a little busy to go to mass. Right. (laughs) Maybe, (laughs) you know, so um, she didn't invest a lot, but I know that um, she would get super quiet because that's what the Black Madonna, you know, when you're in the presence, when you're in that church, when you're yes. in the presence of that icon, yeah. it's like dead silence, right? It's amazing. Nobody blinks or moves. I mean, they do, but it's like, <gasps> it's yeah. like awe, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Awe and, and just this amazing energy. Um but there's this song in Polish about the Black Madonna that, you know, that's almost like a second national anthem. Wow. Wow. <laughs> you know, and um, and it's, you know, about the uh, just about our relationship to her. Mm-hmm. So my mom would like, you know, in church, I would notice she would sing it just a little louder. Oh, <laughs> <a> little louder. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Aww. And um, like, I imagine, I imagine the the black madonna like devote i'm devoted you know mm-hmm. and my mom is as well mm-hmm. but when i pass you know when i think about my passing out of mm-hmm. this body mm-hmm. i'm like yeah that's i'm gonna have to teach my you know knucklehead children to to like at least <laughs> say it in some kind of broken polish <laughs> to me you know when i'm when they're burying me because <laughs> that's who i want as a companion right. and as a spiritual force to, yeah. to transition yeah you know yeah when I was going through Poland, I realized that most of my orientation towards Poland was black and white movies. And I could not believe how lush and green it was. It was just so beautiful. And the soil is almost black. And I think that is a, an incredible connection between this mother 
and this incredible environment there. It's just mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. Wow. So, hmm, that's pretty, that's pretty amazing. Now, yeah. the, the Black Madonna of Chestahova has been such a symbol of hope to the people of Poland. And as you said, Poland is really caught in the middle. You know, the history of Poland is just vast and the borders are all over the place. <laughs> and it yeah. seems like it's this huge fight between, you know, Germany and Russia, you know, or Germany and Lithuania. And this this constant change. Um, and I've been so moved by the response of Poland to what's going on in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And how so many people, you know, in Poland and also Ukraine are family because nobody asks any of the people that live there, how do you feel about this border? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know, do you want us, we're going to put a border between, you know, your house and half your family is now in Poland and the other half is in Ukraine. What's your, what has been your experience of witnessing what's going on um, in terms of Poland's response to the refugee crisis being being one yourself and how do you feel that the black madonna is helping in all of that well the black madonna another quality i think of um the black madonna across cultures mm-hmm. right because um of course we you know that's my personal experience and icon but but she's in the americas you know yes. she's all over the place mm-hmm. is that she the mother will always bring her children together. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So the mother is like, okay, everybody settle down. <laughs> okay, <laughs> calm down. This is what we're gonna do, mm-hmm. and this is how it works. Mm-hmm. Meaning, you know, of course we have these practical issues of borders and mm-hmm. war, which I believe is a male pastime. Yes, I do too. And it is very detrimental to the family unit. Mm. Uh, You know, very detrimental. Mm. Mothers would, you know, mothers would never invent war Mm. because they know what what the cost is, Mm -hmm. you know. So as a mother, it's like, okay, well, yeah, I get it. You know, you're Ukrainian, you're Polish. It's, Mm -hmm. it's It's a derivative of your mind mm-hmm. and uh, <clears throat> spiritually we're in this together yeah. yeah and we're here and what tickled me because this is this is interesting this is one of the lessons of the black madonna mm-hmm. is that you know there's an interesting history with um haitian uh, oh. the haitian culture the black haitian culture wow. when you go back to the french revolution you realize that yeah th- there was some connection there between the uh you know, Black Madonna of Częstochowa, mm-hmm. as the soldiers that were serving in the French army, wow. you know, had their icon, and the Haitians were like, "Wait, but that's like our, you know, de- one oh of our." Oh my de- gosh! And then there was like this connection there, hmm. and so now, when I went to visit the church, the sister church in Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. I would see, you know, Black Americans come into the church, being devoted to the Black Madonna. I'm like, mm-hmm. 
okay, I'm making the obvious connection, right, right. but I don't understand like what's going on right, here, you know? Right. And I was like, oh, you know the Black Madonna too. Like you're oh, devoted to her too. Yeah. And what does that mean for you? I was always curious. Yeah. Um, and then of course, you know, through the history and mm-hmm. educating myself about that, because it's like, it's, 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 she's everybody's mother. Yes. She really you is. know, and she brings things together. And I think we need to uh, learn from that mm-hmm. experience mm-hmm. because the, the history, uh, truth be told, the history between Poland and Ukraine, it, you know, isn't uh, peaceful either. No, it's not. It's not. Mm-hmm. So now, you know, if we were to um, go into that space, you know, mm-hmm. into her grace and into her womb, mm-hmm. into her blackness, mm-hmm. into her rest mm-hmm. and into her peace, you know, we, we would do things differently. Mm-hmm. We would do things differently. And that's where we need to go. Yeah. Everything else is um, not necessarily peaceful. <clears throat> no, I think the thing that touched me the most when I was watching all this happen was how the Polish mothers took their strollers and put them at the train stations and just left them there for the Ukrainian mothers. You can tell that really, that just touches me so much. So there's that connection, like you're saying, you know, between mothers, it's like, we're not in favor of this. So let's make the best of it. And wow. Yeah. Wow. So you have this amazing healing practice. Um, Mm -hmm. You, you and I are very much similar in terms Mm -hmm. of our backgrounds. And I think it's fascinating that we're both really devoted to the Black Madonna in general. How do you feel this Madonna has influenced your choice of healing practices and how you relate to your clients? I think uh, I had no choice in being... you know quote unquote healer okay it was like bam you know there you go uh you're part of this uh thing and swim you know like swim child swim and uh so how it influenced me is i draw a lot of wisdom from uh the black madonna for instance in holding space for my clients you know just sometimes we don't have to do a lot mm-hmm. you know and, and i have a tendency um <clears throat> to throw everything at it right you know mm-hmm. let me adjust you let me give you the herbs the flower essences and then we're going to do this and then the essential oils and then we're going to do this and then we're going to do this and <laughs> your clients come in <laughs> you know and they're like whoa <laughs> and this or you know and i'm like don't worry about it just 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 take it just take it because i want to fix it because i'm gonna help you right and the black madonna you know is definitely a guide for me to say nothing Mm -hmm. to wait Mm -hmm. to observe Mm -hmm. and uh, and to bring a spiritual Mm -hmm. kind of uh understanding to the relationship that i don't know Mm. That I'm not really doing anything mm-hmm. except I'm almost like this in-between person mm-hmm. between you know that 
client in front of me and their own spiritual self, you know, mm-hmm. their connection to mm-hmm. God. And then a lot of, you know, of my clients need um, that more feminine mm-hmm. uh, approach. Mm-hmm. You know, they're attracted to that. It's mm-hmm. okay. Help me figure it out. Right. You know, I just need to rest. Mm-hmm. You know, I do a fair amount of uh, trauma mm-hmm. uh, in my practice. Yes. I feel comfortable with that, yeah. you know, d- dealing with that. And, uh, you know, and intuition. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, I'll have funny things happen in, you know, in my practice where, because um, I think the Black Madonna is that archetype of the high priestess, right? right? Of the one that knows right. and has this information um, coming through. Mm-hmm. So I'll be like, well, I don't know. Tell us, mm-hmm. you know, tell us what the best is for this, mm-hmm. um, for this child mm-hmm. of yours, you know? Um, it's yeah. all, it's also to me what's so profound about this particular image is is the slashes on her cheek and what we are told and I always I always say I don't know if this is true or not but I like it so I believe it <laughs> and they said that they try to paint over that and every time they paint over it it bleeds through the paint so they decided to not do that anymore and um, for me, you know, the, the quintessential challenge to being a human is suffering, as you said. And um, I would say in the, in the West, we're very averse to suffering. And we view that as something negative, And there must be something wrong with you if you're suffering. Mm-hmm. And in the East, my experience with Eastern Orthodoxy and particularly Slavic approaches, is that suffering actually draws you closer to spirit. And it's not something to be avoided. It's something to actually encounter. And I know for my own life, I obviously nobody enjoys suffering, but I found that when I was able to stand with it, then I was able to transform it. And I think that's something that I find really profound about that image. And there are other other legends where she was broken into three pieces and then she was brought back. And um, yeah, I just, I think that archetype, as you said, is quite profound. That's profound. Now, you are also a poet. So tell us about your poetry. I'm a I'm a poet in the closet, mm-hmm. and I. <laughs> well, it's the time the of year excuse. we've come out of the closet. <laughs> and I have the perfect excuse. It's a it's so perfect because it's so Polish. Okay? Oh. It's like a Polish mother syndrome. There's a, such a thing, and we we joke about it among my Polish girlfriends, you right. know, because like the the Polish mother syndrome of mm-hmm. I have no I have no time for anything else except the house and the kids right. and whatever else incidental right. happens. Right. But um, I have been writing poetry since, you know, since high school, really. Mm-hmm. And that's like um, writing poetry, especially. But I, I do write other things as well. I love memoir. I love the, mm-hmm. the genre of memoir. Mm-hmm. Um, it does bring me closer to, um, you know, it just brings me closer to spirit, mm-hmm. you know, to to everything that I know is most high. And Mm -hmm. for the most part, when I do read my poems, Mm -hmm. I don't think I wrote them. 
Oh, you that's know? interesting. That's really fascinating. I'm like, wow, this is this awesome version of me somewhere there. <laughs> and I just... That's so awesome. <laughs> I have these experiences where I'll write something similar and then I'll read it and go, God, that's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I have. It's like, I kind of remember writing that, but I have no idea where that came from. <laughs> yeah, no, that's somewhere else. However, uh, lately, I got I got a lesson, uh-huh. and, I, and I took it seriously, uh-huh. yes, because I have, and I have it in front of me, I, I can share some please, with you if you'd like, do. share a poem with you, but um, about 70 pages, you know, mm-hmm. of, of stuff written, mm-hmm. and... I moved mm. so uh, physically, you know, just apartments, and mm-hmm. I thought I lost it. <gasps> oh no! Oh, yeah. ouch! So I was scrambling, and of course, I was praying to the Black Madonna and every saint I know, and every <laughs> power and spirit animal. And I said, "Please, please, please! If I find this poetry book, if I did not lose it, I promise I will." publish I will mm-hmm. you know go to I will do what it takes you yeah. know to, to honor yeah. this part of myself and I did find it so I was like okay okay so now I guard it you know yeah. I really pay attention to it Good. and and I am going to publish it Good <laughs> so, for you mm-hmm. oh, yeah that's important yeah. yeah did you want to share your poem yes mm-hmm. um well I have two you can share away I have two, which it's interesting. Um, one of them, you know, is definitely along the lines of the Black Madonna, mm-hmm. you know, and, and just my experience of mother, which is which is that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the title is Mother. Mm-hmm. All-knowing, consuming, grounding. The one to whom we return, the nourishing one, the one who recycles the pain, the one who cradles her children in her arms. Mm. Yeah. (sighs) (laughs) That's so beautiful. That's so beautiful. I like the line about the one who recycles. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I think the Black Madonna does have that quality of mm. rebirth, mm. recycle, mm. re, 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 you right. know? Right. Um, and, and I, like I said, you know, when I'm, when my body's recycled, I, I want to go into her arms. Yes. You know? mm. I want her to journey with me through, you know, that, that part. That's so beautiful. Yeah. <sighs> I would say poetry makes me high, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. so that's how I feel right now. Thank you so much for sharing that. Mm-hmm. Now, did you have another one you wanted to share? Yeah, I'll share another one. Okay. This one was um, uh, definitely before some spiritual initiations that I went through in my 20s, you mm-hmm. know. They're sort of shamanic, you know, mm-hmm. definitely shamanic mm-hmm. ones. Mm-hmm. And I had this... Um, dream Mm -hmm. this definitely came from a dream and it is tied to my ancestral land you know the the place where i grew up with with my grandma Mm -hmm. 
and um i think that has uh, influenced mm -hmm. you know me a lot in my spiritual uh, journeys mm -hmm. and even though i've experienced so many beautiful cultures mm -hmm. like i said you know my my indian connection mm -hmm. with with all those beautiful gods and goddesses mm -hmm. and you know i spent some time in new mexico with um, mm -hmm. some native american roots and yeah. stuff so but i guess we always return home yes, don't we, we do. so like the the ancestors are a greedy bunch yes. you know <laughs> it's just like they will not let you go mm -mm. <clears throat> so this is um titled the one with the tattooed hands oh. at 22 i received permission to live in the grandmother's house the one with the tattooed hands the wild one who talked to the birds, the one who gave thanks to the sheaths of wheat fields, mm. the one kneeling and burying her hands in the flesh of the mother. Mm. It is good. I will feed you. Mm. Uh, even if you bring me thorns, I will prepare a feast for you. Mm -hmm. This is the nectar between us. Well, yeah. you will definitely have to keep us posted when this beautiful <laughs> book gets published. Oh, wow. Yeah, right. I mean, those are really incredible. Yeah. Wow. So wonderful. So is there anything I haven't asked you that you would like people to know? Hmm. I would love to to hear more, you know, from from others, because I think the body of work mm -hmm. around the um, more mystical experiences right, right. of the Black Madonna, mm -hmm. we we we're still it's still not um, there enough. I no, feel. No. Uh, so you know, when I was searching and I found you, right. and I was like, yes, somebody's <laughs> talking about the Black Madonna, you know, and I like liked and subscribed yes, right away. Thank you. And thank like, you. Come on, let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would love to hear more and I'd, yeah. I'd love to hear more other people's experiences mm -hmm. of the, you know, the black mother as she shows up in their life. Yeah. Um, and that super personal, spiritual, mm -hmm. intimate way, mm -hmm. not just the scholarly, um, right. you know, things that we know about her, right. um, because I know she does, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm, yeah, I'm a mystic. Wow. I love hearing other people's yeah. intimate stories. I do too. You've inspired me to start reaching out to more people to share their experiences. Um, mm -hmm. I've, you know, have had my personal experiences. Um, for me, the Black Madonna is just this incredible, it's just like this spiral, like this labyrinth that just never ends. It's so endless. And yet it's it's almost unutterable there's almost like how do you how do you explain this but mm. to me it's just such a powerful image and such an amazing invitation as well as an expression specifically from the spiritual world and i think you've encompassed that uh, message so profoundly you know mm. it's it's really lovely to hear that mm. thank you yeah, so if 
people want to contact you, what's the best way to get in touch with you if they're in your part of the world? They want to be healed um, by so your experience and knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> Through um, uh, Facebook is always good. I'm, yeah. I'm fairly regular on Facebook. Yeah. And also, I think I uh, listed a website. Yes, you did. Um, yeah, so you could always reach me through my website. Right. And uh, if you're not in my part of the world, um, like if you're not in the United States mm -hmm. or, you know, just local uh, for the obvious like body work and mm -hmm. things that I do, um, I do coaching. Oh, so great. anyone can, you know, reach out and, and I'll throw some things at you. Usually plant based, right? And yes. Just because we can we can talk, you know, flower essences and herbs and and just um, generally, you know, in coaching. Good. Well, I hope many people reach out to you. I think you have a lot to offer on many, many levels. Thank you. Appreciate All it. Right. Well, thank you so much for reaching out to me. You've inspired me. And I cannot uh, wish you enough blessings. Um, mm. And I hope your journey with the Black Madonna continues to deepen. Thank you so much. And I hope we keep in touch. We will. Well, my dear listeners, I hope you enjoyed this interview as much as I did. And one of the wonderful things about Dr. Kripa reaching out to me did was inspire me to go into some new directions with the podcast. And so we'll keep up the theme and continue to explore these wonderful, wonderful images of the Divine Feminine and our dear lady. But we're going to go into a few new directions and be a little more community oriented because my sense is, is that people are really wanting connection. So stay tuned. We have some wonderful new opportunities coming through the Black Madonna Speaks. I also want to remind everybody again that we still have space available at the In Search of Sacred Origins tour to Namibia in September of 2023. So there is information in the program notes. If this is remotely interesting to you, please check out those links in the program notes. And once again, I want to thank my Patreon supporters my longtime supporters, my one-time donors, and all of you who like, share, and subscribe this podcast. I could not do it without you. So this is Stephanie Georgia saying blessings on your journey. <laughs>